Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to 3CR Fire Up program on this beautiful rainy, cold morning in downtown Melbourne. Good morning, Billy. Good morning, yeah. Not much has changed with the weather, eh? No, no. Paris? Yeah, morning, Andy. How are you, buddy? I'm good. And our special guest, the whiz, Dave Neal. How are you, Dave? Very well, thank you. Right. What's happening around the traps, boys? Billy? Where do we start, Ian? Where do we start? You tell me, son. Oh, the whole whole of the east is mine at the moment. Just getting around the traps and... um, yeah, just hang in there, boys. I'll get out there. I'll endeavour to uh, see you all. Um, just it's taking a bit of time. There's a lot of jobs going on out there in the east at the moment. So making my way around all the jobs at the moment, but I will get there. Well, we've had a little bit of a change of direction in our office, and uh, yep, our man in the east, Nick McCavan. Yep, he's doing a lot of the off-site agreements. Yep, stuff that needs and, to be uh, done. Well, we need it. And, yep, uh, there's none better than Nick to do that. Yep. It, that's, that's his forte, so we've shifted areas up a bit and down a bit. You're coming down and Big Simon's gone up. Yep. Even though he's in space with half a thumb <laughs> as he cut her off repairing <laughs> his boat. But, uh, we'll get around there, so anybody's got any dramas out there, give the union a ring and uh, we will get out there. Yeah, just hang in there, boys, and give me a call if you need me, if it's urgent. I'll definitely get out there, all right? That's exactly. it. And if you don't know the organiser in your area, because you've just moved to a different area, call our office and they will um, direct, direct you, you through correct, to correct, the appropriate organiser. Exactly. Mm. And the beautiful thing about our union calendar is the pocket one on the back of it's got everyone's telephone number. Oh, that's what so I always say, we're Paris. Always, we're well, always available. You should have one because if you pay your dues, it gets sent out with your ticket. Yeah, correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. And you can ring any of those organisers and they'll direct you to the right one too, correct? Correct. Yep. We did no loss of correcting this morning. <laughs> yes. yes. So, Paris. Yeah, mate. Our next gen. Next yeah, we Wednesday, do. We've got a next gen meeting uh, next Wednesday. I think it'll be the fourth one for the year. 28th of August, 4.30 at the Carlton office. There's a few posters going around the sites at the moment. Um, we've done a, a, a text out to all of our stewards as well and the, and the next gen group. And it's obviously always on the Instagram and the Facebook. But um, we'll be doing something uh, interesting next Wednesday in that we're going to be just pretty much going through our EBA and um, what to look out for when you're on site. And if you're, if you're one out, which a lot of our next-gen kids are, they're on sites that don't have um, you know uh, full-time plumbers reps and they might just find themselves putting their hand up for the safety walk, which is how we all started um, from small things, big things grow. So often you need to know what's going on with your EBA. Um, you know, there's always a boss that's trying to go pull the wool over your eyes, but if you can read that document, memorise it back to front, and if you if you can't, as long as you know how to look something up, because we don't all have photographic memories, and there'll always be someone on the end of the blower if you want to call up an organiser for some advice as well. But if you're interested in the uh, in the union and the safety aspect of things, get on down to the Next Gen group, and we'll be giving everyone a bit of a lesson on, um, you know, 
how to conduct yourself it, it, on site. It, it'd be a little bit of a condensed version because obviously we can't go through the full agreement. It gets a bit confusing at times, but the basics what they need to know on the day-to-day running of the, of the site. So. That, that's right. Well, the idea is, is that they keep on coming to our next-gen meetings, and that's right, Andy, we won't get through the whole document in one night, but um, we will just look at it piece by piece, and then on the next month when we have our next meeting, we'll go through another part of it, and yep. we want audience uh, participation as well where blokes can bring up some issues that they've had on sites and we can all discuss it in a bit of a relaxed manner. Why don't we ask the blokes what they think too? 100%. Or is that it? That was it, when, when they brought up something on site, you know. Something that's happened right. to them. Dave, Dave, you're a bit of a fellow from the Next Gen Group. You've been down to a few of the meetings. Um, you know, you're on your second job at the moment as a as a, as a full-time safety rep, yep. an elected safety official. You, you killed it for them down at Oscool, out at Chadston at the hotel there with Hickory. Bit of a baptism of fire. It was a bit of help from Simon, <laughs> yeah, though, right so now. that was good. That, that was, yeah. That's right. That's it. You've done a terrific job down 100% there. 100 And did. Uh, well, Timmy, Timmy Jovic moved on to bigger and better things. And, uh, well, none better, bigger than 108. But uh, Dave stepped in. He was our obvious choice. And uh, how are you finding that, Dave? A bit different? It is different. Very different. A lot, co- a lot colder. <laughs> um, <laughs> recently, got up a lot higher, yeah. but um, no, it's been good. All the boys have been very welcoming, so yeah. it sort of just I sort of just slipped in there quite and nicely. And it um, would have been made welcome by the CFMU boys, Bert and yeah. Pat. There's a there's a very good team down there, and the and, Sparky um, Stewart, and the yeah, Al the Sparky Stewart, and and that, and uh, I tell you, even the multi the uh, Maltese management as well. Well, it's a very, good job. That yeah, one. It's, it's been very run, good. It's been run very well, and uh, there's been limited. For the size of the sheer size of it, and I, I do remember negotiate, negotiating with with multis um, and our know, subbies and whatnot to get Timmy there. The world's concerned about how they're going to do once I got up so high because no one's actually built anything that big. But uh, it seems to be going flawlessly at the moment, and uh, which is a credit to all all concerned. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, they've got all the all the systems are in place, going higher and higher, so it's all just working well. Out there, there's a few that are trying to get around those systems to make it go a bit faster for them. But no, we'll just keep going. How we go? Keep them in check. That's, that's what you're it. saying. That's it. Billy and I were out there last week or the week before. We, you took us up to yeah, last last week. I think it was last week. Yep, we went up uh, went up to the top there. We're up to the cores up to 94, and they're yeah. pouring 88 at the moment. So it's an amazing Jeez, that, that's yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So, it's quite good. <laughs> Fantastic. You definitely look down upon everything else, eh? You do. I'll give a shout out to Brett from uh, CDC. He's he's putting the penos in up there, so he's up there day in day out yeah, on the on the top there. Oh, yeah, yeah, working with the Form Seven Hundred boys, so he's got a, a good job taking <laughs> taking in the weather. A little <laughs> mate in the in the lift, a little Italian fella. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 oh, Tony? Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony yeah. went to me. I say, hey, you know what the Bruin? I say, yeah, everybody knows the Bruin. <laughs> Old Bruno in Dino. Everybody yeah, knows Bruin. Everybody yeah. knows Bruin. But uh, yeah. yeah, so oh, well. you fitted in well, mate. Slipped straight in. And uh, when's the when, when's the finish date on that? Roughly, mate. Oh, it's next year. Oh, they were talking. Middle next year, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we go there. We'll see how we go. But they're about to move everyone up to level seventy three for the the new uh, site sheds up there. Yeah, we were having a laugh about that, weren't we? Earlier. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a yeah. long time to go for a lunch. Yeah, I, mean? I think so. Yeah. If you got if you got your sandwich for the day and you got to duck down to the IGA at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, lifts going up and down there. But, uh, no, it's been good. Well, and yeah. uh, no, obviously, um, Billy's been a, a good help as well. 
while I've been been out there. So, Billy Jovanovsky. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome, mate. <laughs> <laughs> of course he has. I won't, I won't, I won't stall his stuff. The other Billy, the other Billy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's, he's been good. Um, I rang him up a couple of times, but no, all all good. We've had a, yeah, it's been good out there. It was, it was a good, um, good visit the other day. It was fantastic, even though I got lost. But <laughs> yeah. Billy and the Wiz took off and left me. Well, you're lagging behind, mate. We'll, we'll turn around and go, where is he? Oh, he's what, what level do they leave you on in? I don't know. I'm still trying to find out. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't very happy about it. So what are, and they're, they're topping, so they'll be topping out in a couple of months. This year? Oh, they'll be oh. topping out this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. beauty. Yeah. yeah. I, I drive, last Friday I was driving down Swanson Street at about, I don't know, 8 o'clock at night, and uh, Swanson Central, the multiplex job down there at the brewery, uh, um, Brenda Maloney's on it, it just topped out at 77 stories. And obviously, you know, everyone's trying to outdo each other at the moment. You've got the multiplex tram going past. So they chucked on about a half an hour firework extraordinaire display that I thought I was back in uh, Beijing circa 2008, but it turned out it was just another builder with plenty of money that's topped out, wants to show that they're the biggest and the best in town, put on a fireworks display. Oh, I'll have to see what happens when Australia 108 tops well, out. yeah, exactly. Some sort of <laughs> rainbow, be good. I don't know, they'll probably just, yeah. Yeah, they're getting bigger well, and bigger. They might do a flyover. Maybe. Well, that's why they had to go down from 108 to 100. Yeah. Because well, of, of the Qantas jet flying yeah. over. Well, they might, you know, Alan Joyce would be a good friend of Multiplex, you know, so then he'll probably do a flyover. Yeah, good friend of the working class. He is, isn't he? Enjoy. Massive. Anyhow. Anyway, well, that's, that's good, Dave. Glad you're enjoying it. And uh, how do you see the union heading off in the future, mate? You've been, as Paris said, you've been to a couple of these next-gen meetings and... Uh, we're moving along all right. I think we're up to about 62 shops, Stuart, our last Stuart's meeting. Yeah, well, like we say, every uh, every meeting we have in there, it ends up being standing room. So it's um, it's looking pretty healthy at the moment. So I hope we just keep that trend going. Yeah, spot on. Bigger and better. Talking That's... about education, we started another group of five-day OH&S. Our OH&S reps course, WorkSafe Approved, started on Tuesday. Today's Thursday, so it's a couple of days ago, so we've got a good group. I think we've got 18 new reps down there doing the um, five-day course. Beautiful. So, uh, you know, sing out to those boys that are going down and doing that. And girls, I think we've got Jackie Sims down there as well doing the reps course. She's on Smarty's job doing a bit of a 2IC role with um, Smith. Torch? Don't know where the torch is. Did he not put in an apology? No, he didn't. I'll all be well with the old torch. Oh, yeah. He's a resilient one, so I'll go down and have a chat with him today and see how Jackie's going down there looking after the Smiths. And um, no, so it's a good turnout. Beautiful, Paris. Doing a good job. Great job. We've got another one starting in November. So anyone that didn't get into this this one and wants to do it, put in an express, expression uh, of interest form or just give us give the union office a call. And, and they're one day a week, are they, Paris? One day a week, week over five, five weeks. weeks. Beautiful. Yeah, at, run out at our, our training centre in Brunswick. Works out perfect. Now, an interesting show the other night on Channel 2 was about the um, construction industry and uh, the pitfalls of buying apartments, or not so much the pitfalls, but obviously there's been a lot of, lot of um, news around... Buildings falling apart, yeah. inflammable panels and whatnot, and everything else. It was very interesting to see that uh, it was mainly based in New South Wales, but it'd be, it, it's all states, obviously Victoria, we're no different. But one of the, the observations was made that they were saying, the reporter was saying, well, you should have like a, a uh, not a police force, but someone to look after a, a um, what's the word I'm thinking of? 
an industry body. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Control a controlled body, and the yep. thing is, there is. You've got the VBA and other authorities in other states, and it's just not getting policed. And what they want to know, which nobody can work out, how these people are getting away with. I've got a little theory. Sinister as I am, might be a couple of brown paper bags getting flown around, mm. and a bit of cash and changing hands. I don't know that, but well, it's only more speculation. Yeah, but I've got a theory about all these combustible panels, Barris, boys. Yeah, my theory is that they don't just catch on fire; they just don't simultaneously combust. Spontane- they don't just yeah. That's, that's there's, a, there's, a tri- there's a triangle of fire. Well, there is. So you're saying you've yeah. got to set them on fire. And most you of need. these fires are started on the balconies, yeah. right? Because they st- people store rubbish there, right? Then they have a barbecue or flick a cigarette. I don't smoke, so yeah. and then a fire starts. And once the fire gets to a certain point, then the, the panels catch on fire. Yeah, right? it spreads and, pretty and, quick. And, yeah, and they do. They, they are life threatening. They shouldn't be because they're cheap imports. But if the fire gets contained at the very start, the panels aren't going to catch on fire. Yeah. Now, in the old days, being a fitter, not that long ago, all these balconies, when they started, when they started making these apartments, sprinkler systems and heads were put on each balcony and even on the outside of the building. Makes sense, doesn't right? it? Because of the aesthetics, and probably, well, more than likely to save a lot of money, they took those heads off the outside of the building and now they've even taken them off where the balconies are. Jeez. So you're talking one head yep. on the balcony. Yep. In a room as big as this, about as big as this room we're in at the moment. But one head in the middle of it, it'll contain the fire. If there is a fire, it might not put it out, but it'll contain it from getting any further. Right? Yep. And that's the idea of a sprinkler system. It's a life-saving device. Yep, contains the fire in the one area so people will get out to the fire brigade. Yep. So a simple solution. Yeah, you want to get rid of the panels, get rid of them. I've got nothing against it. just seems to me to be a, lot, a waste of money. If you, but I believe if you put a sprinkler head in each one of these... Balconies. Balconies, yep. I believe they'd be a lot a lot safer for everybody. And, Why, and efficient. Well, it only comes down to money. Mm. So you've got an apartment like 108, you've got balconies mm-hmm. on each floor. How many how many floors per, how many units per floor? Oh, Roughly? I think it's about 20 20. So you've got. Not even going to do the math. No. <laughs> well, I don't do whatever it takes. I keep telling everybody, so yeah. I'm not going to bother, but it's a lot. It's only yeah. one head. So you'd have about, say, two, three hundred bucks to put one head in. Buy a lot. <laughs> So you take that out of you take the, but what I'm saying, you take that out of the fire contract, right, and it's yep. saving money because it's, it's all push-push to get these buildings built. Of course. And that's why the concrete's cracking and yep. everything else while we're having problems because they're pushed, pushed, pushed. And I remember as a kid in the Housing Commission in Werribee where I grew up that when they poured a slab in those days, they poured a slab, well, they wouldn't build on it for about another two, three months. Yep, come Nowadays, back later. They poured a slab on the Monday and they got the frame up on the Wednesday. Yep. So the concrete's still yeah. green. Of course, you're going to get movement. But I'm only a fitter. As I keep saying, whatever you take, I wouldn't know. But that's my theory it's, about it's these It's the panels. big push. It's a good theory, Ant. Very good theory. Right. I reckon you're on the money, mate. Well, the heck of no one listens to me. Well, I reckon you've got to call up. Not not, uh, not, not discouraging our fantastic listeners, you know, and our circulation, which would be uh, mighty high. But maybe, you know... Well, it's hard to keep telling us. That's right. We're the highest listening radio yeah. in Australia. Podcast. It's all about the podcast. Streaming, streaming. We need a bigger voice. <laughs> now, in saying that, we have started um, putting on our show, because not everyone, some people start work at 6.30 in the mornings now, because it is always push, push, push. So you can always uh, podcast our show 
uh, every Friday because it takes them a day to put it on. So look at it every Friday. We'll put it up on our Facebook account. So if you missed it, you can always listen to it. Beautiful. We've got a tune. It's good to know that. We do have a tune. We've got a tune, and it's a ripper. Get out, they're always good ones. Get out the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go.
How's that, eh? Beautiful. Rolling Beautiful. And rolling. Yep. Get the boys going for the morning, eh? Absolutely. A. Bit of the doors, roadhouse blues. Yep. What's happening, Paris? What have we got? We got something on today? Yeah, we've got a CBUS report back meeting um, to talk about the past financial year and also the year ahead, um, which, you know, doesn't seem to be too concerning for the young kids we've got in this industry, but anyone, you know, really, that's coming closer to retirement, they're starting to look at it now, but it's quite often, more than not, that's too late. So we always do speak to the young ones and say, get on board your super, get the app on your telephone and make yeah. sure that you've got every bit of money coming in because it's yours because the most beautiful thing is compound interest and if you've got a good 30 years ahead of you then you've got 30 years to so, compound and save for that Jayco caravan well there's an old saying mate put away the pennies and they'll look after the pounds yeah that's it so and most people don't pay attention in the early days but when they see that growing that's right then they start to take notice don't they well when I said there was no such thing as that you didn't have the opportunity to do that yeah. in the industry and uh, I think I'm in 82 84 I'm not sure but uh with the, the great Bill Davis and people like Billy and Barry Fitton and yep. other officials of other trade unions, BLF were instrumental in it. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's it's a great it's it's another great condition that mm. the unions well, have worked hard to get. Well, it set a lot of people work. up, haven't it? Hasn't well, it? it has. You know what I mean? Well, it has. Comfortable yeah. retirement. That's what it's about. Do yeah. the hard yards for your years. You know what I mean? And. There is light at the end of the tunnel for some people, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. As I say to my two sons, put away, stash your money away, because when you get to my age, you don't want to be still working no. in the industry. You yeah. want to be able to go away and have a decent That's cruise right. around Australia, and they can take daddy with them. Now, if yeah. you've got any <laughs> queries, or you're trying to work out what you want to do, you can always call a CBUS officer. We'll come down to your job site and service your needs. And I've got to say, they're all pretty good. 100%. So, anyhow... All uh, stewards are asked to go to the report back today at 12 o'clock noon at the uh, Nurses Union office. Nurses Union office. And then after that, obviously, Friday morning toolbox, they can give a report back to site and explain some of the services that CBUS is providing, um, uh, not only insurances, but also, uh, you know, it's not just a way to make your money grow, but it's also a way to look after your family if and when something terrible happens. Yes. Which it's happens all too much in our industry because, unfortunately, I had a look on the news last night. There's another death in our industry. A, a poor bloke fell uh, seven storeys down a lift shaft in the western suburbs of Sydney. So it's a seven-storey building. Looks like a complex build. Um, how, we, how we got there, we don't know. We're not going to speculate until, you know, the report comes back from WorkSafe. But, you know, these lift shafts do need to be protected. All, all shafts do, not just lift shafts, not riser lift shafts, shafts as well. Yeah. Any fall from heights. It's all high risk it, work. It's just sad that we've lost another life in this industry um, due to, obviously, a careless practice. Well, it happens exactly. all too often, doesn't it? You know? Something we well, should eliminate. Yeah. It does. Anyhow. Anyhow. We'll move on to Wesley we'll Church. On. Wesley Church. Yeah, we were down there last week, weren't we, Andy? Was it last week or the week before? No, it was last week. Father and son, Rob and Sean from TechRest. Yep. Father and son team doing some fantastic. I think we spent about two and a half hours down there. Did, did you see the photos? I did, on I did. They were amazing. Mate, some of the work they were doing down there. Were you taking lessons, were you? Well, we were, but we got we got some reports back coming from as far fetched as um, America. Blokes were writing on our page saying, geez, that's some grouse, fantastic work that is. Was that in the text? Was the accent in the text? 
Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> well, I, I think that was one of the. Let's just explain to our listeners. Let's just explain to our listeners what what sort of work it is that they're doing, Paris. It's a church. They're doing um, the guttering. And the, the guttering and, and the waterheads. Yeah, what water, are rainheads. Rainheads. Um, they're box gutters. They're knocking it up out of lead. They're but it's using all old copper. school. Yeah, it's everything old school. Old school. The, the, the lost art. Plumbing. Yeah. Mate, it is a. The, it's the, very interesting. The technologies they're using is two hundred yeah, years no. old. Fascinating. It's fantastic. Just the lead work they were doing, the lead beating and whatnot, and welding or soldering, whatever you call it. But it was fantastic, and the, the time and effort they're putting into it. And it's one of those jobs where you just can't, as much as the builder would like them to slash it in, you just can't. You, it, it takes as long as it takes. So it's very intricate. That's what you're very saying. Very intricate. You know, yeah. they had the slate, slate tile roofs going into the lead, and the copper gutters. Yeah. Have a look, we'll, and we'll do an article as well, I believe, we'll in our upcoming journal, because mm. uh, we don't want that to be a lost trade. I think I saw one of the photos, and Andy looked like a um, an apprentice looking at the oh, chair when he was, he was out in training. It, it was good. I was actually, good. I actually <laughs> went away and went and serviced <laughs> another five jobs and came back, and he was still there. Do you know what I mean? Like a right, bright-eyed, bright-eyed apprentice to, go, oh. Did, did you ever go out the lead welding end? No, I was trying to take the copper. Yeah. Bloody rain heading in the back of the car, but it, Andy kept on inviting it. himself to the bloke's factory, and yeah. the pa- bloke just kept on saying, no, no. "You know, Paris, you didn't give him the lead beating tool, did you?" <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no. I grabbed one out of Smarty's tool bag the other day. <laughs> Anyhow, also we got a uh, speaking of um, you know good tradesmen, and that's what we all want to be. Is yep. uh, congratulations to Patrick White from Queensland and Nick Friedis from Victoria, who represented our fine country in the world. Plumbing competition in Ann Arbor. Well done, well done, boys. They did a magnificent job. Nick, Nick's a sprinkler fitter, yeah. and Patrick Wright he's is a, a plumber. Sanitary plumber. A sanitary plumber. One of us. That's when right. One of yous. He did a ripper job. So <laughs> good did. on them. Yeah. Represented their country. And from all accounts, um, Nick nearly knocked them off over there. He was the fastest one. Which yeah. Is, he's, he, I've seen him when he done a competition in Melbourne. There, he's. he's he, Froze the pipe Yeah, out. that's right. And uh, he, he um, very close to knocking them off, which over there they got they kicked with the wind for four quarters over there. Yeah. Home ground advantage in America yeah. and the judges. But uh, I was talking to Lucas and he said he was very, very close to winning, which yeah, is an amazing on. effort because it's different type of stuff. It's, it's still sprinklers, but um, they're trained up a bit different than the way we are. But it was fine, fine effort. And uh, our other mate, the... Plumber, one of them. Patrick. Done real, Patrick done really well as well. Good job, boys. Good job. Yeah. Next. I was on a job yesterday. I was on one too. And, uh, I was on three. <laughs> corner of King Street and Flinders Lane. Maxcon job. And the fire boys down there were putting up sprinkler pipe that was uh, the orange plastic mm, pipe. Plastic. Yeah. PVC. Right. Which is, uh, you know, something that's obviously been approved by someone. Yeah, no, it's all legit. Yeah, it's, it's all it's, legit. I'm uh, sure they didn't just decide to put up plastic pipe, but it's obviously well, a new technology. Well, talking about, and he yeah. probably would. Yeah. But, <laughs> they do uh, that in apartments, Ann? Is yes. that what it is? Just yeah. apartments? It's residential. It's money for yeah. it, was, it was introduced from America. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's PVC, but it's thick gauge, and they use a special super, the, the green glue. Yeah. yeah. I think mm-hmm. it is. High pressure. High pressure. That's what it would be. And it was mainly for residential and nursing homes and stuff like that. I thought that's where you'd want the most protection in a nursing home. Well, it they is. can't get out very quickly. But <laughs> no. this is yeah. all legit. It's a legit pipe, and I it believe is. that yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah. A, I believe this is a Holiday Inn, which is an American hotel chain, and they use this pipe on all of their hotels throughout mm. the world. 
So they've got the same maintenance manuals. They've only yep. got to print one set, and it's it's very regimented. So it is yeah, safe. We're not, we're not in, speculating it's that it's not. It's all certified. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it, it, it is legit. But when, when it first came out, it was going to take over the world and this, that, the other, but yeah. it just never, ever took off. Yeah. I mean, most companies still go back to the old black steel. Go back to the old steel. Well the, well, the issue with that is you've got to clip it a lot more, don't you, And I've being, never used it, to be honest. Being the PVC. Well, that's what I've noticed on the jobs. Really? Where they use it, they've got to use yeah, a lot yeah. more clips, so it's not fast. We were running a chin-up comp off it. That's, we should probably <laughs> try to work out whether Don't it's going to be on top, mate. <laughs> well, now, Come on night, next Friday. Next Friday, not this Friday, coming the following Friday, which is the 30th. It's the uh, Union annual Awards night. Union Awards night, and it's a fantastic night. Uh, we'll be there with bells on again. Yep. And uh, we'll see what happens. Commonly known as the John Cummins Ball. Uh, it's been going for about 15 years now, I think. Yep. And, uh, it's, Seen a few of them. A Pretty good event. The only ones I've missed have been, unfortunately, been in Oswald or whatever. And uh, it's a great night had by all. It's a good catch up with all the trade unions get together. Blake's you haven't seen before. You can have a couple of sherbets. Yeah, looking forward and, to uh, it. It's, it's a great night, as I said, had by all. So with that, thanks very much, Dave, for coming in. No worries, yeah, Dave. Dave. Good thanks, job, buddy. Dave. It's, it's, it's a pleasure, and we'll be getting our delegates in where we can. We'll have to find a way to the torch. I'm a little bit peeved here. Don't be. He's very consistent. He'll be on the job. He'll be down there. <laughs> oh, no, he'll be on yeah. the job. I wanted him in today. We haven't had anybody bag Geelong for about three shows. No. <laughs> so. He's saving up, mate. <laughs> anyway, that's it for us. And, uh, have have a good week, fellas. All right and putting pressure on Daniel Andrews to protect this sacred land. Visit dwembassy.com for more information and updates. No trees, no treaty. I invite you to visit Planet X on Thursday nights between 11.30 and 12.30. You'll hear special guests and musicians talk about their musical obsessions. I'll be playing otherworldly audio pleasures and there'll be free CDs and gig tickets for 3CR subscribers. Planet X on 3CR, 8.55am, digital and stream. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.